Welcome to the Fit Man Over 40 podcast, your number one online source devoted to men's health, fitness, and performance. Whether you're a weekend warrior or looking to get into the best shape of your life, the Fit Man Over 40 podcast provides cutting-edge men's health information you won't find anywhere else. Hey guys, this is Jason for FitmanOver40.com and in today's episode, I'll be discussing all about the thyroid gland and its relationship to energy production and body composition. I'll explain the function of the thyroid gland and what can happen to your health when things go wrong, the common causes of an underactive thyroid, and simple nutrition and lifestyle changes that you can make today that will optimize your metabolism and help you to achieve the body you've always wanted. The thyroid gland is a butterfly-shaped gland that is located at the front of your neck below your Adam's apple, and its main function is to regulate metabolism, but it also plays a vital role in breaking down proteins, processing carbohydrates, and micronutrients. The thyroid also works in concert with other hormones in your body to produce the energy required to carry out necessary bodily functions. A healthy thyroid gland is able to carry out its vital functions by producing the hormones thyroxin, otherwise known as T4, and triiodothyronine, otherwise known as T3, by absorbing the trace mineral iodine and the amino acid tyrosine, both found in various foods. A normal functioning thyroid gland produces approximately 80% T4 uh, and 20% T3, uh, with T3 being four times more active at the cellular level than T4. Now, every single cell in your body relies on adequate amounts of T4 and T3 for regulation of metabolism. Uh, So it's really easy to understand the negative impact an underactive thyroid can have on your overall health. The thyroid gland is controlled by the pituitary gland in the brain, which produces thyroid-stimulating hormone, uh, otherwise known as TSH, when it senses that T4 and T3 become too low in the blood. Now, TSH then stimulates the thyroid to start pumping out more T4 and T3 to raise blood levels back into range. A good analogy is that the pituitary is like a thermostat and the thyroid gland is like a furnace that is adjusted according to the heat or energy requirements of your body. There are two main types of thyroid dysfunction. Uh, There's hypothyroidism, which is an underactive thyroid, and hyperthyroidism, which is an overactive thyroid. Now, hypothyroidism is far more prevalent in Western society, and it's one of the many contributing causes of rising obesity rates in the general population. So if you have an underactive thyroid, it becomes increasingly difficult for you to convert calories and oxygen into energy, and this will hinder your, your ability to burn body fat and build lean muscle. It's been estimated by the American Association of Clinical Endocrinologists that half of the 27 million patients who suffer from thyroid dysfunction in America go undiagnosed. And this oversight typically occurs because the physician relies solely on incomplete blood tests. Um, For example, they will only measure TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone, and they won't include or measure T4, T3, or reverse T3. Uh, Or they also fail to take the patient's symptoms into account. Unfortunately, this can result in neglected patients hopping on an expensive and time-consuming medical merry-go-round, which usually involves uh, a battery of tests, therapies, and unnecessary medications. And like a dog chasing its tail, uh, these individuals never get better and in some cases end up feeling even worse. This not only places a tremendous strain on their physical and mental health, but also on their relationships, their work performance, and financial situation. 
Of course, uh, many of the symptoms of an underactive thyroid can also be due to other health conditions. Uh, but when you combine comprehensive blood testing uh, for the thyroid um, with the symptoms, it can really help to pinpoint the root cause of poor health and whether or not direct intervention and treatment of the thyroid gland is necessary. Some of the telltale signs of an underactive thyroid include unexplained fat gain despite dieting and exercise, chronic fatigue not relieved by sleep, depression and a lack of motivation, constipation or irregular bowel movements, dry, flaky, and itchy skin, brittle hair that falls out easily, low body temperature and low heart rate, overly sensitive to cold temperatures, loss of the outer third portion of your eyebrows, lowered sex drive, frequent infections that are hard to recover from, chronic digestive issues, and poor mental focus, sometimes called brain fog. If you do currently suffer from three or more of the conditions on that list, uh, then it may be an indication that your thyroid gland is not functioning optimally. And if this is the case, then it would be a good idea to consult with a physician who is well-versed in treating thyroid disorders uh, for a final confirmation. But before you make an appointment with a physician, make sure that their standard of care includes ordering a comprehensive thyroid blood test, uh, which should include TSH, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, and a thyroid antibody panel. And they should also include a questionnaire uh, that will help to uh, track your symptoms. Now, aside from Hashimoto's disease, which is a serious autoimmune disorder where the body's own immune system attacks and destroys the thyroid gland tissue, most of the factors that negatively impact your thyroid are really within your control. Um, now, hypothyroidism can be prevented and in some cases even reversed using simple nutrition and lifestyle changes. In more serious cases, however, you may need to seek treatment using thyroid medications under the guidance of a qualified physician. Now, when I talk about hypothyroidism or an underactive thyroid, really what I'm referring to is the body's inability to convert the hormone T4 into the more active form of T3, um, and also a dysfunction in, the, in your body's cell's ability to absorb the active T3. Some of the common causes of these two, two scenarios include stress, overconsumption of vegetable oils, excess estrogen in the body, and poor liver function. So the first one is stress. Now, whether it's mental, physical, or emotional stress, your adrenal glands will produce the stress hormone cortisol to help you deal with any perceived threats. And cortisol is necessary for your health, uh, but if high levels in your body become chronic, uh, this can inhibit thyroid function uh, by preventing the production of thyroid hormones and also by inhibiting the conversion of T4 into the active T3. So the simple solution would be to find ways to de-stress your life. And you can do this through things like mild exercises such as yoga or tai chi, practicing uh, daily meditation, getting seven to, hours, seven to eight hours of sleep each night, taking walks in nature, uh, being more assertive by learning to say no more often to others' demands, and just taking quiet time for yourself whenever it's needed. The next common cause of low thyroid function is vegetable oils. Now, vegetable oils such as soybean, canola, safflower, corn, and cottonseed oils, these are all polyunsaturated fats that have been marketed to consumers as heart-healthy alternatives to saturated fats. Now, unfortunately, because of effective marketing, vegetable oils ha uh, right now make up the bulk of the fat intake for the Western diet. And I say unfortunately because science has shown that excess consumption of these vegetable oils can cause inflammation in the body and also inhibit thyroid hormone production, transport, and activation on a cellular level. 
Now, this will result in more weight gain, uh, an increased risk of cardiovascular disease, suppressed immunity, accelerated aging, and also a higher risk of cancers. So a simple solution would be to reduce or eliminate your consumption of these vegetable oils and use more stable dietary fats or oils such as extra virgin olive oil, grass-fed butter, and coconut oil. If you are forced to consume vegetable oils, um, say you're at a restaurant or at a dinner party, you can take 400 to 800 international units of supplemental vitamin E before eating, and this will help to reduce the production of cell-damaging free radicals created by the heating of vegetable oils. The third common cause is excess estrogen. Now, all estrogens, whether they are naturally produced by your body, they are plant-based or synthetic that you take in through, the, through food or through chemicals, they all can inhibit the production of thyroid hormones by blocking the conversion of T4 into the more active T3. And this may explain why women tend to suffer hypothyroidism in greater numbers than men because they have higher estrogen levels in their bodies. But higher, higher estrogen levels in men um, it can not only lead to an underactive thyroid, but it can also reduce testosterone levels as well. And this is, this is kind of a double whammy that results in fat gain, muscle and strength loss, lowered sex drive, and diminished energy production in men. So a simple solution is to start taking measures to reduce the total estrogen load in your body by avoiding synthetic estrogen mimicking chemicals from things like plastic food and beverage containers. Uh, try using glass containers as, instead. Avoid all soy products um, because they contain plant-based estrogens that can upset the balance of your natural hormones. Uh, try eating more cruciferous vegetables such as broccoli and cauliflower. Um, and the reason is because they contain a naturally occurring compound called indole-3-carbonyl, which aids healthy estrogen metabolism by keeping your hormones in balance. It's also a good idea to try and purchase as much organic food as possible um, because the pesticides and herbicides uh, that they, they spray on fruits and vegetables, as well as the hormones given to livestock to promote the growth in animals, uh, they are significant sources of these synthetic xenoestrogens. So try and avoid them. Try and get as much natural or organic food as possible. The fourth common cause of an underactive thyroid is poor liver function. And having, having a healthy functioning liver is really important uh, to thyroid hormone activity because the majority of conversion of inactive T4 into active T3 takes place in the liver. Um, also, the liver being the main organ of detoxification in your body, it rids the body of excess estrogen that can build up and inhibit thyroid function as well as your testosterone levels. So one of the best ways to maintain a healthy liver is to avoid synthetic chemicals as much as possible. And you can do this by using natural personal care products that don't contain ingredients such as parabens or phthalates. If you do consume alcohol regularly, uh, try and stick to no more than one to two drinks per day with meals, and this will help to minimize the impact of alcohol on your liver. If you're currently taking any prescription medications, um, check with your doctor or pharmacist to see if... Uh, the medications have any detrimental impact on your liver. Uh, and if they do, uh, work with your healthcare provider to try and find less harmful alternatives. Additionally, you can also support and strengthen the functional capacity of your liver by periodically taking supplements such as milk thistle and N-acetylcysteine, both of which will aid your liver's ability to process and eliminate toxins. So there are some key nutrients um, for optimal thyroid health. And eating a natural whole food diet is an important part of achieving hormonal balance. And when it comes to thyroid function, the, the, uh, there's a few key nutrients that do stand out. And they are the mineral selenium, iodine, and zinc, 
which aid in uh, thyroid hormone production, as well as the conversion of T4 into T3. Also, vitamin A and the amino acid tyrosine are essential to proper thyroid function, uh, as well as, as the production of sex hormones and certain neurotransmitters in the brain. Now, all of these nutrients can be found in sufficient quantities in foods, uh, such as wild shellfish, uh, my personal preference be, uh, being shrimp, scallops, and oysters. Uh, also, they're found in grass-fed uh, calves' liver, free-range eggs, uh, in particular the egg yolks, and grass-fed beef. Try to include these foods in your meal plan two to three times per week, uh, and this will help to optimize your thyroid function as well as your overall health. If you don't have access to these kinds of foods, you can uh, try and correct these dietary deficiencies by taking nutritional supplements. And I'll leave a link below to the, the brands that I recommend. Once you begin to implement all these nutrition and lifestyle recommendations, you can track the health of your thyroid gland, uh, not only through blood work and symptom awareness, but also by performing a simple in-home temperature test. If your thyroid is functioning optimally, uh, then your body temperature should be close to 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit or 37 degrees Celsius. If you find that your body temperature is consistently lower than that, it may indicate suboptimal thyroid function and a poor metabolism. The best method to measure your body temperature is with a digital thermometer under your armpit first thing in the morning. So what you do is upon awakening, you just lie still for five minutes without any blankets on, and then you take your temperature with the thermometer. Do this every morning and then log your numbers in a journal so that you can chart your progress and make any adjustments that you need to your, your nutrition and your lifestyle. So that's it for today's episode. If you have any questions about this subject, feel free to leave them in the comments section below and I'll do my best to answer back. Also, don't forget to click the subscribe button so that you can be instantly notified when the next episode is released. So thanks for tuning in to the Fitment Over 40 podcast. I'm Jason Simpkins, and I'll see you next time.